The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Something else that is in the news today, and we've been talking about it on the show, is the top earners in RTE for 2022. Uh, fresh figures have been released. Ryan Tuberty topping the list €515,000. It comes the same day the Irish Independent reporting 60 people a day facing prosecution for not paying the TV licence. And of course, the numbers of people not paying went through the roof when this RTE payment scandal broke in June of last year. To discuss further, I'm joined by Henry McKean. Henry, there's still a real sense of anger among some people, isn't yeah, there? Kieran, I mean, it's 2024. These figures that have just been released are 2022 figures and they're, they're, they've changed, but these are the best we have from RTE. And you're right, there is real anger amongst the public. Uh, I would have thought it might have died down a bit, but no. I met Mary. She's on the minimum wage. Um, and remember, 13,000 were summoned to appear before the courts last year for not paying. Mary uh, keeps getting letters saying, when are you going to pay? She's cross. She's not going to pay. She won't pay. Here's Mary standing in the rain. I'm just opposed to paying the TV licence. So you're opposed to paying because you've because, lost a bit of trust? Because of the scamming that was going on. Call it scamming or whatever other name. It's used, you know, you can use it, whatever. Because of the scandal? But it's scandal, yeah. You know, and there's more to come. You know, it's not over yet. Do you worry that you'll face a €1,000 fine or perhaps a time in jail? Because it is against the law. Well, that's a risk I have to take, you know, unless I change my mind. But I do believe there'll be a different um, process going forward. Um, I know people who've never paid a TV licence. So, ever, you ever. know, if you're on the revenue um, system, you'll have to pay it. Do you know what I mean? If that's the way they're going to go. And does the TV inspector knock on your door or anything like that? No, yes. but I've had reminder letters every every other year. If I didn't pay it, at its due date. And you're holding out? I'm holding out this time, you're yeah. You're cross. I've paid it for 30-odd, 30-plus 30 years. 30 years. 30-odd years, yeah. Every year, regardless, OK, I might have been a month or two late, but... But you paid I've it. paid it. I've paid it as long as I'm a householder. So you've paid thousands over I've those I've paid thousands, yeah. And they spend those thousands on flip-flops, you know. It's a bit of, um, bit of a joke. So you weren't happy about the flip-flops? Absolutely not. Plus, so they were just the overpayment. Now, just flip-flops, yeah, 20 euro go, you know. Who can afford that, you know? When we look at the... For, for one occasion. When we look at the top ten earners out today... Overpaid. Like, there are reporters, like, you know, you're a reporter or a journalist or whatever. What's the average wage for a reporter or a journalist? Do you know what I mean? Is it 250 or 150,000 a year or whatever? I, I'm talking about the whole ten of them that's on the top ten wage or whatever, not specifically George Lee. He's actually one of the lowest paid according to the information yesterday. You know, and he's he's a very good correspondent, I will I will say that and very good reporter. And Mary's eyes would water if she knew how much Henry McKean was paid. She thought she was getting close to that there. What about the experts, Henry? What, what are they well, saying? This, this is it. We're not public money. We're a commercial station, so perhaps the, we're not being watched at the same level. But RTE actually said today that uh, less than 1%, uh, this is how much uh, broadcasting, uh, these uh, the operating costs are, these top broadcasters are being paid of their overall 
budget. But yeah, we do have the figures. We'll go through them again. We've got Tubbs, who's no longer with RTE. He's now over in Virgin Media, 515,000. And then we move on to Joe Duffy, uh, second highest paid at 351,000. Claire Byrne, 320,000, even though today she said on her show she's being paid less, 280,000 because she got rid of her TV show. Miriam O'Callaghan, 263,000. Ray Darcy, 250,000. Brendan O'Connor, 245,000. Brian Dobson, who just retired or is about to retire. 209, Mary Wilson 197, Darren Maloney 184, and that lady who was a big environment correspondent George Lee fan, 179,000 <laughs> at the end of that list, that uh, top 10 list uh, and this is what um, uh, the entertainment editor uh, Ken Sweeney of the Irish Sun had to say It seems like a lot of money, but remember it has to go into their pension and they have to pay the tax man, so they've got those things going and um, one of them said to me recently that the pension was was um, a very large part of the money they got. So um, it does seem like a lot of money, but they have to take care of a lot of other uh, a lot of other um, expenses as well. But I mean, I mean, if you look at the switch between, let's say, you know, RTE as the state broadcaster and commercial radio, um, before it all ended up going up to Swanee. Ryan Tuberty was going to be paid 150 grand a year for an hour-long show on Orchie Radio 1 in the morning. And now he's doing a a three-hour show for Virgin Radio in the UK. So I think the expectations in commercial radio for the amount of hours you're going to work are a lot higher. It's important that Orchie exists. If you go to Italy and you switch on the TV, (laughs) you see the kind of TV they have in places like Italy, um, you know, you realise the importance of Orchie and all the support they give in the arts, you know, the documentaries, the the radio drama. There's so many different arms to Orchie. And, and, you know, this is something that should be stressed today. You know, the average worker in Orchie doesn't earn anything like these salaries. And I think when they come out, I think it does it does really, you know, irritate people. But I have to say, looking at this 2022 list, <laughs> this is the end of the gold rush. This is the end. There'll never be salaries like this at RTE because, as you know, Kevin Backhurst has said that there will be a bar placed on salaries for presenters over 250,000, which seems like a good thing to me. Um, you know, that, that you know, we, we, we'd be realistic about this. On the other side of it, this means as well if Orchie have a reduced amount to pay stars, they can't go poaching people. We know how much money they, you know, they they spent getting Ray Darcy, you know, out of Today FM. So, like, you can look at it like this way: they're not going to make a bid for Kieran Cudahy and try and get him over to Orchie from from News Talk because they literally won't have the money to do that. Yeah, well, I, Henry, I would not take Kieran. a pay cut down to two hundred and fifty thousand. You wouldn't. I couldn't. I've just got accustomed to my certain my lifestyle. So you're gonna, you know. Spotify. That's yeah, 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 exactly. I've got a big Joe Rogan deal. <laughs> Me and Joe are teaming well, up. <laughs> the streamers will start buying everyone up. Uh, listen, uh, to bring things back to reality uh, for a moment mm-hmm. and the refusal to pay television licenses. Yep. So lots of people are not paying. I suspect plenty more continue to pay because they don't want to uh, kind of end up before the courts, but they're maybe doing it reluctantly. Yeah, and you're, you're right. And some of those figures, one in five are now refusing to pay uh, their licence, uh, which is unbelievable a, a, a lot. And uh, 20 million, they're down, RTE down 20 million. 123,000 have not paid year on year. Um, so that's that's a huge amount of people. But yeah, lots of people feel they just have to pay. They don't want to. I would think that it's the right thing to do in order to continue with the national broadcaster. So I'd like to have the option of having a national broadcaster for news and weather and when things like COVID (laughs) come up, I think it's important to have. And what did you think of the list, the top 10 earners this year? 
it's very concerning. Um, I think there's a massive divide in Ireland between those who have and the opportunities that are given to them and those who have not. And I think that given the cost of living crisis at the moment, I think that those who have and those who are on those massive salaries should be making changes to ensure that things are spread out more evenly for the good of the country. Did you pay your TV licence? Yes, I did. How come? I suppose it's the right thing to do, although I have to say um, I did hesitate and did contemplate not paying it, but um, because of the shenanigans in RTE and the lack of accountability, but I paid it for the greater good. And the list of top 10 earners in RTE out today, what did you think of the list? I have no problem with people earning the money and uh, for doing the job, as long as everybody's accountable and puts forward the correct amount of money they earned. Having said that, I don't think um, Ryan Tuberty was handled very well. I think he was kind of a scapegoat and probably a bit shafted um, in the whole debacle, not condoning what he did or what they did, but no problem people earning money if they work hard and they declare what they earn. All right, so people saying it's the right thing to do, pay the licence fee. Henry, you met some reluctant people, though. Mm, yeah, I mean, I thought that anger would have dwindled since Tubbs went over there uh, to London and we moved on from the barter account. But people are still reluctant, including this guy who doesn't mind the idea of going to jail um, because, you know, he just feels that would be a better option. Well, I, I would probably need a day break. <laughs> you need a break in jail. <laughs> yeah. Probably a better holiday for you. Yeah, I'd be a holiday for me. No, I'd be a student. I'd be look, looking for the old pair to pay for my TV licence, unfortunately. I don't pay it. I never have. Um, unfortunately, my wife pays it. <laughs> so one of you pays it? Yes, because, you know, sh- she's on the straight and narrow. <laughs> but you would prefer if you didn't have to pay it? Not at all, no. I mean, it's rubbish. There's nothing of any quality on RTE. It's excessive. They make millions from advertising revenue, so why are we paying it? And when you saw the top ten list of the top earners in RTE today, what did you think? Nothing shocking, really. Like, I mean, these stories come out ad nauseum nearly every year, every two years, and they're not in the least bit surprising, including the most recent Ryan Tuberty scandal. We just feel that they don't really give quality programmes, especially for people in isolated areas. It's very poor. Very, very poor, really. It's like, I know we've been paying it for years and years and years, but at the same time, in the last, say, four years, five years, the programmes that they have on is absolutely terrible, I have to be honest. Are you still paying your licence? Yes, I'm afraid we are. Right, he's afraid he's still paying it. Henry McKean, our own reporter, thank you very, very much uh, for that. Larry Bass is with us now, the CEO of Shinowell, the production company. Uh, Larry, it is good to talk to you. Um, setting aside the funding model itself for a moment, what is the argument in favour of proper funding of RTE and television and public service broadcasting. I think, Kieran, we you and I have spoken about this. Um, uh, first of all, good afternoon to you and your listeners. But we've spoken about this over many years, and I've been talking about the proper public funding of public service broadcasting across a range of media um, for over fifteen years. And successive governments have failed to do anything about the now defunct licence fee system Um, and what we're dealing with now is the fallout of many many years of neglect and fundamentally the reason why I've been pushing and suggesting um, about proper funding for content is the very simple fact that if content is not paid for by Irish people we will not have content that reflects who we are as a people. So that's the starting point for me. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, 
Um, as this debate uh, gets skewered in different ways, um, the debacle in RTE last summer hasn't helped anyone, certainly hasn't helped RTE. Um, and it does uh, you know, make people question why they pay what is a legal obligation. If you have a TV, you're supposed to pay a TV license. And that's there in the statute books for over 60 years. And you're right, you and I have had this conversation. You've made that argument and made it well before. How frustrated are you, though, that the government is still, it appears, not grasping the nettle? You know, they've had the Future Media Commission that gave them an excuse to reform all of this. They took on board almost all the recommendations except funding reform. And despite us now, what are we, eight, nine months into kind of this so-called uh, RTE spending scandal, uh, there still seems to be those around the cabinet table who don't want to do anything about funding. Yeah, it's, um, it is it would be funny only for it's so serious in that we now have people in the cabinet table. And to be fair, they're not alone. The previous incumbents in the around previous cabinet tables have uh, kicked this can down the road. Uh, some of them could qualify to com- make conversions in the Irish rugby team. That's how far <laughs> they've kicked it. But the, the, the problem is until somebody actually takes responsibility and makes a decision and decides uh, how we as a people are going to uh, you know, function as a society where we do need robust uh, comment. We do, we do need current affairs that has, uh, you know, the proper level of professional uh, input into it. Or we're going to be a country where, you know, the swing to whether it's left or the right to the extremes will be defined by who can afford to pay and dominate the media landscape. And that's what's co- that's what's going to replace public funded content is content that we'll only consume by who can afford to pay for it. And in some places, that's not a very, very promising future. Larry Bass, the CEO of Shinawil, the production company. Larry, always a pleasure and thanks a million uh, for joining us on the show. Darren in Tipperary says, uh, Kieran, people are saying RTE do great investigations, but they couldn't see the biggest story on their own doorstep. And somebody else says, TG Cahar does just as much public service broadcasting as RTE without the same level of licence revenues and theirs is arguably better quality. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.